0: All right, everyone, welcome back to episode 90 of Conservative Roundup. Today, I'm very honored to be joined by Ryan Williams, the MP-elect for Bay of Quinte. Well, thank you so much for being here, Ryan. It's awesome to have you. I look forward to, uh, to this interview.
1: Great to be here. Well,
0: why don't you start Great by telling us telling us a little bit about yourself.
1: So I'm uh, an MP recently elected in the riding of Bay of Quinte. I'm a hotelier and a third generation. My grandfather was in the hotel business. Uh, he started in 1956. Sold uh, the car car dealership. He was uh, he sold in, in 1975, and then we got into hotels in 79. I was a week old, and we opened our first hotel. So born mm-hmm. and raised in a customer service centered industry, mm-hmm. uh, and I went to a school to Western, and then Guelph. I got my bachelor' of commerce in hotel, mm-hmm. and I ended up working for Carnival Cruise Lines which was my first jobs, and uh, which was a lot of fun, mm-hmm. and ended up in the hotel business, uh, managing my first hotel when I was 25. Mm-hmm. So in, in the Bay of Quinty region, which is River County and Quinney West and Belleville, we have uh, CFP Trend, Canada's largest air base. And uh, in the hotel business, uh, the first thing I, I ended up doing at 26, 27 was, uh, was the chair president of Bay of Quinty Tourism. So tourism for the full area. I mm-hmm. uh, love that. You're promoting the area, the best of the area, you're promoting it for visitation and, mm-hmm. and soon I, I learned to dovetail into that with realtors and home builders into population attraction. How do we get people to live here? How do we get mm-hmm. immigration? And the biggest challenge we had in that was on drawing youth and keeping youth in our area. Mm-hmm. So I founded a group called Quinnovation, which was about rural innovation, what, uh, what exists in clusters with entrepreneurs and small businesses and company acceleration Mm-hmm. And that was my favorite. I loved that so much. Uh, the government, though, strategies weren't quite there. We did get some funding, but it, it ended up uh, uh, dovetailing off. And, and I uh, then got into be a municipal city councilor. I wanted to see if I liked politics, if mm-hmm. I could get elected. I, I was uh, top of the polls on that election as a municipal councilor, for the city of Belleville. And uh, two and a half years in, uh, the nomination slot came up for the Conservative Party, and I ran for that last August. I started, I, I, I won that in December. And mm-hmm. uh, ended up winning this election in uh, in September. So it's been yeah. a busy, busy mm-hmm. uh, few years. Uh, I've now been back 17 years. I'm 40, 42, <laughs> 43. So. I'm, mm-hmm. Pretty, still pretty uh, young, not as, quite as young as you, but I'm uh, still there, and uh, <laughs> I mean, I'm happy to be uh, and yeah. see into this uh, as an MP for Blake Winning.
0: Definitely. So obviously, with the new session starting up, so you probably know when that would be more than I would do. But uh, so, what are you kind of looking forward to the most about getting back in the house, and or I guess going to the house and getting getting some more work done?
1: So I like that it's you know as an MP, it's and it's a Blake slate. I like that. that we're moving into a new government. Uh, we I was one of only. 14 new conservatives to caucus so mm-hmm. a lot of the old the familiar faces and i like being uh, a young voice i i think my specialty is innovation i, I have new uh, bright ideas i bring a lot of energy mm-hmm. so you know I'm, I'm looking forward to bringing some of the uh, the ideas and energy from our area and the problems we faced i saw in the election are, are not unlike a lot of canada we have mm-hmm. trouble filling jobs right now not only seeing new jobs created but filling them we have a housing crisis uh not yeah. unlike all of canada and yeah. mental health which was the, the my favorite of the secure your future platform um uh, yeah. it's 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 a rampant issue and, and our whole career was to treat mental health as health and i think that's yeah. really important and i'm looking forward to bringing parts of the canada action plan that the conservative party had uh, to the floor and being that mm-hmm. voicing caucus uh, from Bay of mm-hmm. on not only those aspects, but also, as I mentioned before, the Quinnovation, Work that I did, I spent the 10,000 hours in, which was rural innovation Mm -hmm. and acceleration of small and medium enterprise and Mm -hmm. looking at not just what works in urban Canada, but what works in rural Canada.
0: Yeah. So, okay. So definitely going into, so what are kind of like, like some issues that that the Bay of Quinty is looking at, right? With you going to the parliament, what are, I guess, some stuff that they want you, that you want to advocate for? Like, obviously, like you said, like mental health, housing, what are, what are some other uh, big issues or, I guess, concerns in your riding?
1: So rural innovation, getting skilled labor uh, into the workforce. We have great companies here and still a lot of great manufacturing. Help wanted signs are everywhere. Mm -hmm. So we need to really find ways, uh, one to develop skills and train Canadians into better paychecks. We have Mm -hmm. a medium household income here that's 20,000 less than the provincial average. It's only about uh, just in the low 60s here. Mm
0: -hmm. And
1: we also just need those those initiatives and training that get people into better jobs. Mm-hmm. But then we also need to fill, uh, uh, based on skilled immigration, jobs that are here as well. So some mm-hmm. jobs we can't do. And the biggest one that dovetails into the housing issue is skilled trades. Mm-hmm. So we're missing 400, almost 500 skilled trade jobs wow. in this area, jobs that pay over 100000 mm-hmm. Uh The, the uh, Ontario Minister, Monty McNaughton, uh, who I think you found on the show? Yep. But he's, uh, he's fantastic at pushing skilled trades right now and pushing those jobs. And we really need to amplify that at the federal level mm-hmm. to talk about those jobs and where they are. And we had, of course, a decimation of some of those skilled trades in the West over the last uh, five to ten years. Mm-hmm. Um, we need to find where those jobs are in the rest of Canada and fill them. Mm-hmm. And really make sure that if they're areas like ours, that are, which are rural, that we're we're filling them and Mm -hmm. in that uh, start to slowly raise those median household incomes uh you know people are struggling right now to pay all their bills Mm -hmm. uh it's it's a tough it's gonna be a tough time in parliament i know from our constituency offices seeing the amount of people that are struggling day in and day out right now just to pay for groceries Mm -hmm. and heat bills and rent uh part of the the strategy that i bring to the table is you know when we grow smaller medium companies here in canada we grow the GDP, we grow uh, those those better-paying jobs that keep money in the community but also mm-hmm. provide better paychecks. And it's our duty to ensure we're training Canadians into those jobs, making sure those companies have jobs and not, not job-seeing vacant so they can grow and compete mm-hmm. in the global scale and also locally. Mm-hmm. Because if those main core jobs are growing, those those Canadian companies... These spin-off jobs, the service industry, the hotels, the restaurants, the banking sector, etc., mm-hmm. Main Street also grow. We're really failing on that right now. So I think my main decree when I go to Parliament, we're mm-hmm. talking about let's fill these jobs let's train Canadians yeah. into better paying jobs, better paychecks as mm-hmm. Mr. Polyev says and uh, and ensuring that we we keep growing these local rural areas mm-hmm. and if we do that.
0: We'll grow Canada. Yeah, and definitely, like, you kind of get, like, that nervous feeling when you get, like, more, when like, the days pass by when you're going into, like, the House, right, and, you, and you're, like, finally, like, you're, and you're, like, where well, I'm going to finally hold the government to account, right? Like, you have all, like, these big-name concerns like, Pierre Poly of like, Aaron O'Toole, and are going to be able to, you, you kind of, like, think to yourself, like, like wow, like, how did I get, like, go from city councilor all the way to the federal MP, right? Well,
1: yeah, and I and I always felt, too, that the strength of council was you have everyone brings a, a different skill set to the table and the strength mm-hmm. of a leader is bringing those skill sets into the fold so that you're presenting those the strengths right mm-hmm. from your party
0: mm-hmm. and
1: yeah i mean i was you know the best part of of orientation last week was before i did any orientation i i had my first caucus <laughs> and what i love to caucus is you're you're meeting the strength of your party right yep. all those individuals uh, whether they've been there for 20 21 years like scott reed Mm -hmm. or uh or myself i i mean i'm new coming in but we all bring a a different background and a skill set we're all representing uh, a a different region from this whole nation and Mm -hmm. when you bring those 338 together and for our caucus it's 119 uh you know there's there's a big swath of skill sets that can solve a lot of the issues and bring those voices from across canada that's Mm -hmm. that's great about caucus that's great about government Uh, obviously um but I like not knowing everything going in, is, and I have <laughs> that optimism mm-hmm. that when you walk into government, probably as a rookie, that you know, we can solve some of these problems if we all work together. I know mm-hmm. the reality and the traditions and uh, what's brought into Parliament is you know people who, who are, whose job is, is to start stop legislation, <laughs> whose mm-hmm. job is to uh, ensure that some, some of that, uh, those ideas don't go past a committee level. Yeah. Uh, it's going to be trying to figure that out innovatively Mm-hmm. To how to how to make sure we get things through and it's no different you know when you're in council I think everyone should if they're starting in politics I would recommend anyone start on municipal level start in city mm-hmm. council because there's no better way to get in touch with your constituents to the people that pay the taxes mm-hmm. and there's no better way to understand how government works in terms of uh, not just parliamentary principles and procedure but municipal governments can't can't really have a lot of debt or deficits. They, number one, yeah. can't run a deficit. But when they take on debt, it really goes back to that constituent for their house taxes. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's the basis of tax, right? Is that yeah. your municipal tax from your uh, when you have when you own a house, you're paying that municipal tax. And mm-hmm. right now, our average municipal taxes is in in the four thousands in Belleville, mm-hmm. um, and in our area, it's pretty high. I know in Ottawa, it's way up there. Mm-hmm. Um, you have to understand how that all works, so when you go as a, rep, a federal representative and it seems like we can just print money forever, but we can't, we're seeing inflation and everything else, you understand how that affects the municipality and the mm-hmm. province obviously being in the middle of that.
0: Yeah, definitely. Now, is there any, any uh, committees that you're kind of eyeing down going into the next session?
1: Yeah, you know, I love this, the Science uh, Industry Committee because of uh, the tourism that's in there, but also uh, that's where I think we can really talk about innovation and acceleration and growing Canadian mm-hmm. companies. Um, you know, I've spent the 10,000 hours in that. I, I went to accelerator summits, uh, in Kelowna and Vancouver, where it was all, uh, accelerators are, are, uh, organizations, normally not for profits that mm-hmm. look at growth stage companies. So a growth stage company would be any small or medium company that could grow at all. Mm-hmm. And who was interested in that. And a lot of times the growth meant mentorship. So it's not just money. A lot of times, uh, it's, it's involving mentors who have exited, uh, multi-million dollar companies who know how to hit new markets or how to, to handle financing and growing companies into marketing mm-hmm. um, I can bring that aspect in and and that's it's a it's a space that I spend a lot of time in outside of council and outside of my hotel world mm-hmm. and I'm just fascinated with that so that's a committee that could work um, i have I have sit in the riding with Canada's largest airbase, base mm-hmm. CFB Trenton a wing Trenton uh, my father was honorary colonel for the base for years, and he was mayor of Queenie West, uh, which is the city that houses oh, wow. CFB Trent for eight years, um, and uh, had a lot of respect for the base, formed relationships uh, when we had the one incident uh, with the colonel, the the bad colonel uh, in Quinney West, <laughs> and brought uh, the city through that bad time and the region through that bad time,
0: mm-hmm. uh,
1: about, that was about 12, 13 years ago. Um, I have a tremendous respect and relationship with the military, and I think uh, I would love to sit on, on the defense committee for that. Mm-hmm. And uh, immigration was one, based on the needs and wants of, of this country. Um, we're immigration stalled right now and stuck because. And I'm not saying it's wrong that we're we're taking a lot of refugees from Afghanistan uh, and we're still I think filling some from Syria. But what we're doing is stalling the skilled labor uh, refugee status or immigration status. Mm-hmm. And we need to look, look at new ways to to uh, fix that. Because it is hurting Canadian companies right now, and it's mm-hmm. hurting Canada mm-hmm. by not getting uh, the the immigration we need through, um, as well as the refugees that we've committed to.
0: Mm-hmm. Definitely. Well, hey, well, maybe we could be looking at the next chair of the Science and Innovation Committee, right? But, uh, but well, yeah, my well, next. chair,
1: well, step- <laughs> but I think I'd be a committee member. And be happy. <laughs> Just happy to get up. Just happy to be a member.
0: Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Well, since you're definitely starting off, right? This is gonna be your first session. But uh, my my next question for you is: What type of conservative would you describe yourself as, and why?
1: So I would say, I probably read Tory, uh, I'm a fiscal conservative, I, mm-hmm. I believe, uh, you know, we've got to uh, invest in our country, but uh, but but live within our means, ensure that when we're investing uh, as a business person, uh, you know, I think of that where we're, we're getting a return out of that for our country. So we invest, mm-hmm. obviously, in healthcare and education, but in companies and in sectors and ensuring that we're getting a growth out of that. Um, the the money that was spent uh, from the Trudeau government from 2015 to 19, which is prior to COVID was a hundred billion. And if you call it an investment, the mm-hmm. output of that uh, that was shown was only to be when, it, when you look at an economic output was only one fifth of the Harbor governments mm-hmm. uh, when they actually balanced the budget. And that was after the great recession. So we were, we were spending money prior to COVID and now the money that's been spent uh, has just, you know, well, we all know that it's, yeah. it's just been out of control. Mm-hmm. I I agree. We had to go spend some money through COVID. Mm-hmm. Uh, I know what we had to do to invest in the country. But at the end of the day, the money that was spent was landish. It was overbound. Uh, mm-hmm. It's certainly now resulting in in increased inflation, and in uh, and, and and what we say is monetary policy that is that we may never recover from. So uh, I really that's my fiscal side. The other mm-hmm. side is my social side. I do believe. We have a lot of people that um, that need help in this country. And we look at mm-hmm. mental health and we look at our healthcare systems and we look at housing. Uh, these are things we really need to spend time and money on and resources. Now, when I'm a conservative, the side of it is I really believe uh, that we can solve those sometimes from the not-for-profit side, mm-hmm. that we can have social enterprise. Uh, we need government to get out of the way uh, as often as possible and allow individuals to solve the society. Mm-hmm. My main... Uh, when i look at why i'm a conservative and what i love about it the best phrase i've ever heard and that i live by from the conservative side is mm-hmm. that conservatives believe in the value and dignity of the individual mm-hmm. and that as individuals we have the right to live live freely and pursue that which motivates us the most not because mm-hmm. some man or government says it's the right thing it's because it's our god-given natural rights
0: yeah. meaning
1: that we as individuals should be have the right to live free to be a volunteer if we want to be a volunteer to be a business person, if we want to be a business person, but you know we have that right, and and as Canadians we've we've fought and died for that right, and we don't define that very often as conservatives. We need to do that more, and I think when we define that, what makes a conservative conservative, it's that we fight for that right. We fight for the the fact that as a Western society we've grown and we are have been successful and have been as rich as we've been because individuals have built this country up we've had great companies and we've had great programs and great of course great government alongside that but the government that's been great has allowed that country to be free and those mm-hmm. provinces to operate as they see fit and at the end of the day um you know that's what we
0: want to get back to definitely i mean definitely speaking about like our fiscal policy i mean we obviously yes we did have to spend like money through covert as well right but and, I mean, when we when we look where like the money's gone, I mean, it's gone to like Justin Trudeau's like his chief of staff, his, like he's like the minister of official languages' boyfriend. I mean, I mean, like there's so many examples to like to name, right? Where all this like it's literally been wasted money, from like to all these different people. I don't even need the money. I mean, there's went to like Katie Telford's boyfriend and build like ventilators or something, I believe. And it, I mean, I mean, obviously that brings us back to the Weed Charity scandal as well, right? Where he tried rewarding his friends over at the Weed Charity. Well, that didn't go unseen, did it? I think uh, it's like it's like it's like repeating, right? It's like every new session, there's always a new scandal, or there's always something going on in the house as well, right? I I think we can definitely uh, I think we can definitely expect to see another scandal maybe possibly the next year <laughs> or so. But hey, I mean I'll leave that with the house. But uh, my my next question for you I don't mean to put you on the spot here, but um, is there any members you're looking forward to working with most in the house?
1: You know I've uh, I've met a few uh, quite a few of them now, and I I really uh, I think Michelle uh, Rample is uh, Garner is is uh, is great. She's she comes from an innovation background as well, and mm-hmm. uh, you know smart as a whip. I think uh, obviously Pierre Polyev uh, knows his stuff. Uh, mm-hmm. The next finance minister or, or more, right? He's yeah. just uh, just uh, great to listen to. Knows his stuff, and it's great to hear him hold the government to account, especially when it comes to the finances, like you said. Yeah. Um, you know, um, I know uh, Stephanie uh, QC was on your show, and I've yep. and I've met her and spoke to her on the phone. Uh, really great. You know, there's there's so many good members. Yeah. Uh, Michael Barrett was great. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was one of my first mentors. Uh, when getting in and, and you rely on these members for help, Eric Duncan, I know, I think he's been on your show as yep. well, he's um, great. We're really lucky in Eastern Ontario. We have such strength. Yeah. Um, Shelby Cramp-Nyman uh, got elected just north mm-hmm. of me, and we split a city together and worked well. Yep. Um, Michelle Ferrari also uh, got elected. And yep. so I, I, it's it's really great to have so many members, like I said before, that bring so many strengths Mm-hmm. and um, honestly quite honestly to be honest with you i'm i'm looking forward to working with all of
0: them yeah definitely Oh I mean, yeah exactly like i mean there's like 119 you, and you kind of like you, when you go into room, like you get overwhelmed right like there's so many people and you're and it's kind of like well, put it's on you
1: 119 type A's. <laughs>
0: yeah, exactly right like like you yeah. and you're like well okay i have to know the same i have to know who this person is like this could help me in the future as well right like yeah, especially you know going into the everyone, caucus. like i said
1: brings a different skill set and mm-hmm. i've only spent a little bit of time with them i you know i think yeah. the more time you spend with your team, um, you know, I think, and I, and I really believe I, I love the party system because you all come in with a commonality. Mm-hmm. Uh, we all believe in conservative values as we call them. Mm-hmm. Right. And, and we want this country to be great. Um, even within caucus, you'll have disagreements, but it's fine. Yeah. I think we all come together on the, on the common goals of, of making this country a great place mm-hmm. to bring our, raise our kids. And, um, you mm-hmm. know, the, we always talk about the why, what's the why. Yeah. And when you bring the why and that passion, uh, from your riding and from your from your area, I think you know we we all can we can all do great things. And, and so far, it's, mm-hmm. it's been great to meet them all.
0: Definitely. So definitely going to into, into the new section, new session. Sorry. What are some kind of issues that you kind of think that were that the party should look at? So obviously, like as you said, like monetary policy, um COVID relief stuff like that, or coming out of the pandemic jobs. So what are I guess some bills or I guess stuff that you kind of want to, I guess. I start thinking about, I guess you could say, right? Like stuff that you you want to try and implement.
1: Yeah, the, the top three issues are housing. So mm-hmm. we, we need to figure out housing. We talked about during the election building a, a million new units. Mm-hmm. Uh, we say homes because it's going to take units uh, of affordability and to ensure that sector uh, gets built back up. Mm-hmm. And it's going to take many years. So that's number one. Housing is mm-hmm. a big, big issue and has to be solved. Mental health is a huge issue. Our mm-hmm. Our line during the election was mental health is health treated as uh, you know it's a lot of addictions issues yep. it's issues with um, anxiety through COVID uh, depression uh, we need money to go to the provinces uh, that allows uh, for support for counseling and addictions mm-hmm. uh, we talked about more treatment centers or more beds mm-hmm. um, those are those are line items we can put through it's an investment in Canadians uh, For if we're investing in Canadians mental health um we're helping canadians as a whole mm-hmm. and in healthcare, care is a dovetail of that because you know in my riding we're missing 30 to 40 doctors right now and they're just doctors retired we have not replaced them mm-hmm. uh, one of the ideas i brought from city council and it was part of the election was was filling that with nurse practitioners mm-hmm. nurse practitioners uh can take a thousand patients they have almost the same scope as a doctor mm-hmm. so it's a great way to fix that and the yeah. third thing is jobs it's uh, the training it's uh, getting people into better paychecks so getting skills upgraded and trained and, and making sure that companies uh, are we're, we're working with uh, job employer surveys uh, and be more effective with it. So when we know that jobs are coming, we are training employees. We're also working with our education sectors. What are the jobs of the future we need to be training our youth into
0: yeah,
1: and uh, working with the provinces in that sector? But I think there mm-hmm. is a role federally for education. And that we have goals for education, and uh, there's a lot of different metrics we can look for that. Mm-hmm. We want a strong workforce. We want Canadians making better paychecks.
0: Mm-hmm. When we
1: look at economics on what's happened in the last 20 years with factories going to China, uh, we have to find better ways to make things again in Canada. Mm-hmm. And we need to have strategies that ensure we're making things, that we're innovative, and we're developing that workforce that's going to be able to grow those companies.
0: Definitely. My, my next question for you, so, Going into politics, being in politics, who are some of of your big political inspirations that kind of got you inspired to to start off or get the political bug, I guess you could say?
1: Yeah, it's funny because I've I've loved politics as long as I can remember. Um, I didn't get into it until I was, uh, well, I must have been 36, 37. So, Mm -hmm. um, you know, I always worked on not-for-profits. I worked on volunteerism. Uh, mm-hmm. My grandfather and my father both ran provincially On oh, wow. uh, nominations. Both won their nominations and both mm-hmm. lost the elections. <laughs> and I say it was always down to timing. So I know it's in well, my Well, you lungs. broke the streak. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I broke the streak third time in mm-hmm. Uh My grandfather ran in 76 as a conservative, um, and he lost. Uh, so it was, um, I think it was Bill Davis he was running under, and he lost at that time. And he ran on what was interesting then is he ran on youth enterprise and then uh, housing affordability. Mm-hmm. So jobs for youth and, afford, and it was the same problems that persist today. <laughs> My father ran before he was mayor. He ran for uh, he, he won the nomination to be the MPP uh, for um, Bay of Quinny here, and it was Prince Edward. And it was under after Mike Harris, so it was our okay. Eves. And that was, that was a landslide the other way. So <laughs> politics is about timing. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I definitely, those are my inspirations. When I look at politicians, um, Theodore Roosevelt is my favorite politician. His mm-hmm. his line was get action. You know, I'm an action-oriented guy. I like to get things done. Mm-hmm. Um, he was, uh, of course, someone who just uh, slid into that. He was the vice president. Uh, became the president at 42, so my age wow. now. I can't imagine. Uh, <laughs> but really was about, uh, you know, investing in country Busting trust to ensure that small and medium businesses could grow mm-hmm. in, in America. Uh, big in, in defense, but also diplomacy. So uh, mm-hmm. speak softly, carry a, carry a big stick. Uh, but also conservation. So he was mm-hmm. the one behind parks in America. But never a dull moment. I mean, he he worked uh, the moment he got in and he didn't stop working. He holds still the, the world record for shaking hands in inauguration. <laughs> he shook over 3,400 hands. Mm-hmm. But, you know, get action. I really love that. Um, had incredible um, ethics and uh, Mm -hmm. and scruples. That's something also when you talk about scandals in government and how uh, they seem to uh, just pass by Justin Trudeau with no uh, ramifications. Mm -hmm. Uh, You know, I believe in leading by example in all times like that, right? We should have that there's a zero tolerance for any ethics violations, and we certainly have not seen that from that government. Mm -hmm. And we have to get back to that in politics. So uh, working hard... Uh, incredible ethics uh represents uh, the best of you know, people have to look up to politicians again, and yeah I certainly want to be that example this
0: month well. uh, yeah exactly like, you go out and talk to people like on the streets you go out and have like normal conversations and and the, you know, I guess the kind like, of the common thing you 'd hear is like is you can 't trust politicians or 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 they're crooked or something like that right like i mean that 's like a lot of people think these days, and it's sad too, because, i mean just you know i mean he had the lowest voter turnout and yet he's still in in government right.
1: Yeah, the stat was uh, I think it came out today that only 20% of Canadians actually voted wow. for Justin Trudeau, the lowest ever. Uh, when they took up the numbers <laughs> of, of uh, who was eligible to vote, which mm-hmm. is uh, 27 million Canadians, and only only 20%. Wow. Uh, 5.5 million people voted uh, for Justin Trudeau. I think mm-hmm. that's that's scary, right? So. Yeah. Uh, you know, I think people um, have an all time low view of politicians. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I know what happens in the House and I know the, the partisanship. Um, it my does belief get you. always uh, is, is running by ideas, right? That yeah. we, we just need more ideas and uh, allow debate to happen. I love debate. Um, mm-hmm. But let's, let's get back to the ideas and, and inspiring people to believe in Canada again and, and to know that mm-hmm. this is the best nation on earth, no question. Yeah. Um, how do we make it better?
0: Definitely. Well, maybe we'll, we'll see in a couple of months as a, as a new, it'd be like a pure poly off clip. But it'll be, but it'll be Ryan Williams in, in Yeah. right? <laughs> yeah. But well, yeah. yeah. And,
1: and he's, I mean, that's like, again, lots to learn from on, I, you know, here's the deal. When you're, what I've learned in orientation, you know, there it is a blank slate. You can learn from others and what they've done, but there's mm-hmm. so many different ways that as politicians, we can get our message across and Pierre's yeah. done a great job on social media. Michelle Rambles done a great job. She does mm-hmm. Facebook lives and they're great. Um, yeah. There's other ways we can get in front of people, right? And using mm-hmm. surveys, doing petitions, using our local media. Um, you know, doing sp- all of us as politicians, we love speaking. Mm-hmm. As <laughs> someone said, we're, it's one of those jobs. Ju- I was like, look, why am I getting paid to do this? (laughs) It's (laughs) actually what I love to do. Uh Um, But that's that's it. We've got the biggest pulpit, um, as as Theodore Roosevelt used to call it, the bully pulpit, being (laughs) the president. But we've got a pulpit to go and speak about ideas. Uh, That's what I love. I want to talk about ideas Mm -hmm. again. I want to be a country that talks about how we can be better, Um, Mm -hmm. everything from our finances to our jobs to our innovation to, you know, I want it to be where Canadians just feel you know i'm so happy to be a canadian and i really want to speak those ideals across the whole whole kind uh, of uh, whole planet
0: definitely well hey maybe in 18 months we'll be back at the polls if we take justin Trudeau up on his word on his words right Yeah. and yeah, that's maybe. a scary thing too <laughs> like as well like like we just got here and it's already gonna be like a year and a half probably right i mean yeah, yeah we I, I mean know. that's we the crazy know. thing but also looking the at uh,
1: government i think we're, we're used to yeah. uh majorities when we have fixed dates i I don't mind that, but at the same mm-hmm. time, yeah, it, it does uh, make it interesting because at any time there could be a non-confidence vote and a way we go back.
0: Yeah, and exactly. It, cool. it also like like the states rights, like every two years in Congress, where you at least have like a date to look forward to yeah, as well. Yeah. When you want to put like put out the the governing party and then the house as well, right? But definitely looking back at uh, at the 20s, so there's a lot of I a lot of people are definitely confused or I guess I don't I guess disrupted or angry with definitely with every single party as well. Do you think that there, um, I guess, we could have done anything different to win to or, or I guess, to, I guess, attract more voters in the urban in urban areas?
1: I think we had a great plan. You know, I think mm-hmm. uh, the voters, uh, when I had, they hit the doors, they were, they were receptive to it. I think mm-hmm. the Liberals were very smart in their strategy and how they called the election. You know, they yep. had the summer, only 36 days, the shortest they could do it over Labor Day. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's, it's through a pandemic, right, when, yeah. it, when COVID is still dominating the news. Uh, I think we did extremely well. It's hard mm-hmm. to say, right? And yeah. I think we got stuck on a couple different things that happened in the middle. So mm-hmm. it's, it's hard to say that. I think at the doors, uh, I heard overwhelmingly that people wanted Trudeau to go. Mm-hmm. That was, yeah. And it just became then the second or third question um, that we had to answer. And I think, you know, it's really tough to have a campaign. Um, mm-hmm. And to know when that's going to happen, I think our yeah. party was smart to launch the secure Your future campaign really early, mm-hmm. have it out there. It was just after the convention. They used almost every policy we came up with during convention.
0: Yeah.
1: So it was it was really a conservative campaign. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and I think this is a big country. You have different ridings everywhere. Yeah. It's hard to you know have a one size fits all either, right? Mm-hmm. So I don't know. I don't. I don't think anyone could really come up with a better way except that we, we i think we did a good job and mm-hmm. at the end of the day now you come back and, and you get ready to do it again
0: definitely all right so my, so my last question for you ryan is so definitely so looking at riding for our viewers for possibly your future our future viewers from your riding um so what is what's what's something that you want your riding to know about you
1: well i think they've heard a lot from me in the last year um, <laughs> you know I, I think for me you know I really want to change the way that, that my riding sees an MP. Mm-hmm. So, uh, you know, we're doing interviews today for our office manager, which is the first thing we have for constituency office. Mm-hmm. We'll be doing satellite offices and and uh, um, and a pop-up office that we do once a month. But I have three mm-hmm. miss, three municipalities, and they're all important, yeah. and I want to be there. Um, I'll be doing roundtables and ensuring that we, on the on the first three most important topics, which are housing, jobs, and uh, mental health and healthcare. Mm-hmm. As we talked about, but uh, yep. communicating back to them and then re- reforming with them. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then, when the communication side, you know, um, I'm also probably going to do a monthly podcast, yeah, which will, you know, from an MP, Great we'll idea. focus on those issues and what we found from those issues, right? Yeah, just to my constituents, so that we focus on what's important, what we talked about, what we're going to try to do about it. Mm -hmm. You know, I see my role as being extremely active and that, uh, you know, you have to change in this day and age how you do that, how do you get the medium out Mm -hmm. and being the medium. I think Mm -hmm. I am the medium for the area (laughs) and then taking that view and being the medium in Ottawa Mm -hmm. on behalf of my constituents and any Mm -hmm. of like-minded areas in Canada. And I think the great thing about Canada is we're so wide, but when I talk about rural, Mm -hmm. we have 3,700 rural municipalities in Canada and do you know how many urban municipalities we have? How many? In urban, I say a hundred thousand or more. Ninety-four. <laughs> wow. So Thirty-seven hundred rural municipalities, like re- or regions like mine,
0: mm-hmm. and only
1: ninety-four urban. You know, <laughs> this voice that I have is also the voice is in uh, in Kenora in some ways, in Moncton, mm-hmm. in Charlottetown. Uh, you know, so in in Red Deer and Medicine Hat. So we've we've all got one voice when it comes to that, mm-hmm. but we all represent distinct and uh, in different areas across Canada, we all come together as one country. Definitely. And so, uh, I want to change that here, uh, set the example for rural, be that voice for rural and then bring, mm-hmm. and then, and do that for others.
0: Definitely. Well, again, kudos to you, to, to flipping a red seat. We'll see it blue, hopefully blue next time as well. I really That's hope, right. I it really hope we do. Definitely. Well, at least for the next 18 months, right? But, uh, right. Well, well, thank you so much again for coming on the show, Reiner. It's awesome to have you. I hope that we can definitely get to, uh, get to do this again. And I wish you all the best in the house.
1: Thank you. Great to be the 90th.
0: (laughs) Perfect.